Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? This is Glenda. And when I when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. One of the things that I do with Anchor is I share my content about creativity and art and just the different ways that we can be creative in our lives. And it's not just painting or drawing, but just the way we look at the world and how to be creative. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hi, this is Glenda. Who is an artist? Um, I used to believe that artists were people in a certain category that no one else could possibly be in unless they either were born with it or went to higher education and they were trained to be an artist. And of course an artist can be in multiple fields, not just drawing things, but making music, um, etc. Bottom line is I had a certain box around who an artist is, who an artist could possibly be. And in my mind, it did not include me. And um, something interesting happened. I used to doodle. You know, I never really showed my work to anybody. Just doodling, playing around and stuff. And those spells would hit me to do it every now and then. It really wasn't like anything that anyone saw or I felt it all the time like I felt like I wanted to draw or needed to or and um after my surgery May 6 2015 I had brain aneurysm surgery and during that recuperation period I actually had to create my own uh plan because I didn't have anyone make a plan for me in my recuperation and part of it was learning Zentangle, Z-E-N-T-A-N-G-L-E. Um, look that up. Um, and other part of it was looking at black and white TV, uh, low level, no violence if at all possible, and um, no profanity while my brain was weak. Um, those were just those were my choices of things and so doing the zentangle is a drawing where you draw shapes and figures and you can fill in if you look it up that's very it's kind of hard to explain but if you look at it you'll be able to see what it is 
and it starts out the beginners start on a like a four by four square of white thick paper that you can make your own shapes or you can uh, follow patterns that are available online or in kits and things like that and so through that process I made so many of those I'm sh quite sure I have over a hundred images that I drew my brain began to hunger for something more but a part of it the hunger came from uh, the Zentangle ph philosophy one of the isms that they have it's kind of like a mantra is that there are no mistakes so as you're drawing these shapes you may be making dots or circles or arches or squares or triangles whatever you're doing uh, if you make a mark that you did not intend to make you don't allow you don't take that tile and throw it away because it didn't turn out the way you want it there um, the mantra is to guide you to turn that mark into something else you may have intended to, to do something else but once you that mark is out there and it's kind of like oh you know well their philosophy is to take that and make something else with it just keep it going until you finish your Zentangle image and I kept uh, repeating that because I kept running into these instances of course when I was not making my lines the way I wanted to make them or I would maybe become a bit unhappy or frustrated and I would say to myself there are no mistakes so I would turn that line and curve it into something else so as a result it allowed me to um, allow the creativity to flow past those inner critic voices telling me how awful it was and not allowing the image to come through I'll finish this on the next segment okay this is Glenda I'm back so as I began to allow uh, to quiet that inner critic and not go along with what it was saying I allowed myself the full experience of completing an image and thus feel some sense of satisfaction from it and then you can also color them coloring is very relaxing uh, but you can just leave them black and white or you can use different color ink it could be whatever you want it to be and it's okay and so I started to want to draw something bigger I was I did go from the 4x4 four four to the 8.5 by 11 paper and then I wanted more then I started walking around in my living room and I saw this rolled up big piece of paper that I had had a black butterfly um, enlarged on I had drawn it it was like two years ago I had had it drawn it sent it to the printer for a huge blow up and when it came to me I went to get it and I didn't like it so I just rolled it up put it in the corner so this particular day I said well let me take another look at that I'm willing to see what this change mindset can do for me you know in this since I really abhorred this thing even though I hadn't thrown it away it's uh, about 
I think it's three feet by three feet. I don't know, maybe four feet by four feet. Anyway, it's square and it's big. And I took it out and I laid it out on the table and I and I put my hands on the surface of the paper and I began to feel those spots that were they were like the ink had kind of like you know I guess the enlargement just wasn't crisp at all so it had these gray murky looking lines and I just touched them and I began to see that I could make them into something else so I started coloring so I used crayon I used color pencils and designed it the wings and everything and just began to just fall in love with that piece which I hated before you know and I wasn't I just wasn't willing before to even do anything with it but as I went through it and I kept saying there are no mistakes isn't that something awesome and I I know that in life if I can begin to look at things that I say are mistakes and rename them lessons I can then move with more purpose and clarity rather than mistake because when I think I made a mistake it, it tends to stifle me I don't I think probably most people it's the same way when you think you made a mistake you don't want to try again some people do you know but if you're if you're like me um, you know, thinking of it as a mistake is like, oh my God. <laughs> but now, you know, when I, 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 through that experience, I began to explore drawing images on these huge pieces of paper. And I had never done anything like that before. And those two... One of them is like different sea creatures, like the whole big, it's about four by four as well. The other one, another one I did, like the field of wildflowers, I drew it in blue ink and it's beautiful. I'd never done anything like that before. It just, I just let it flow. And it was a little at a time, day by day, until I got to where I said, okay, I'll stop. Now, I am an artist. I walk in it. I live in it. I love it. I am an artist. Glenda, 61 years old. I am an artist. And I had a help from a friend. And guess what his name is? Art. <laughs> that is just too amazing. That's too amazing. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I love it. I am an artist. I am an artist. I am an artiste. Artiste and I love it. I love it.